thankful, I'm grateful that God has allowed us one more opportunity to stand behind this mountain privilege. I will tell you that every time I stand back here, I know that I'm not worthy. Uh, I don't care if I do think I did everything right on the course of the week. Uh, I just cannot compare to God's righteousness and His purity. I cannot compare to His holiness. And these are His sacred words that He allows us to handle for a season. So I'm always at awe with what He's already done and what He's doing and, and yet what He's about to do. So y'all keep you in your prayers as we keep you all now that He will soon return. I'm not afraid of Him coming back anymore. Amen. Amen because I've tried to get my house in order. Amen. Every morning I wake up, I ask Him to forgive me. Sometimes I think I did something so bad. But I've really not done anything that bad. I just know that I've done anything that good. Amen. That could win me a place in heaven. And I need us to think like that. Amen. Don't, don't look at what you did and think that's good enough to get you in. Because it's not. Amen. Just thank God for every day is a new day. And he said it's the day that he's made. And one that he wants us to rejoice and be glad in. So I give him praise for today. I want to thank Minister Randolph this morning for Sunday school. It's hard, brother, when you've got preachers sitting in the doggone building and, and, and you're trying to teach a lesson and, and, and you don't know where we're coming from. So I thank you for just holding on. Amen. Amen. A little bit different from last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Amen. So we're going we're gonna to just keep on pushing on the way God would have us do. Amen. Listen, today... I'm going to ask you something, and I want you to be honest with yourself. When is the last time you came to church? Brooke, I'm just going to say your name, but I don't mean no harm. Okay. On fire for Jesus. All right. When is the last time right. you came to church yeah. burning up mm -hmm. to tell somebody yeah. about the goodness of the Lord? Yeah. Right in your car. Yeah. You just couldn't hold it together. Yeah. Come on. You had to strike out with a praise. Come on. I don't believe it was Byron Cage, the only one that said, there's a, there's a, there's a praise on the inside. Yeah. Bubbling up yeah. in the depths of my soul. And then he said, excuse me, please. And, and y'all know this song. I don't need to tell you. But that's the kind of fire. That I'm talking about. Yeah. And y'all know we get that kind of fire once we get to church. And, and the songs start to be insane. And, and every now and then, if the preacher is on the right note, you, you know, you get happy a little bit. Some of y'all get happy enough to dance, and the others get happy enough to shout. But when is the last time you came to church? Oh, fire. For Jesus. I like to submit to you what that looks like. Amen. Right. Not gonna spend a lot of time there, but I want to show you what it looks like. Because if you come or go anywhere on fire for the Lord, you better expect there's gonna be some shit. There's gonna be some trouble. There's gonna be some turbulence. There's gonna be some fault that's gonna be annoying with you. Yeah. There's going to be somebody who want to put you in jail 
Because you ought not be able to talk about Jesus like that. I don't know about you all, but I see it happening in shitty town hall meetings. Where they open up with prayer. And they ain't even on fire, but they've got a fervor and a commitment that this is the Lord's dwelling place. We can't do nothing except we invite Him in. But it's just a couple of folk that sit out in the audience. And they continue to complain. What if we don't believe in Jesus? I'm getting to be bold in my young old age. I just tell you to get out. If that's going to bother you that much, then just leave. Or come late. So you don't have to hear the plan. But don't ask me not to be on fire for the Lord. Amen. I don't want to be on fire for what you don't want to do. So why you want me to stop being on fire for what I believe in? And who it is that I have my belief I want to know if we are serious enough to be on fire. The scripture reached to us on this wise today, and I don't want to spend a lot of time. I'm going to try to do something today, and I'll tell y'all what it is after I've done it or failed to do it. Amen? Amen. It says in this third chapter of the book of Acts, the gospel, amen, of the new church, the early church. Amen? It's the, I told you last week about the church meeting. The first church meeting was selecting a deacon. Amen? Another apostle. No, I got it wrong. It was another apostle. Amen? Now the second church meeting is going to be the deacon. Yeah. Amen. Y'all, y'all, that's a little humor. But I see y'all in church. But anyway, it reads in this third chapter, it says, Now Peter and John. Amen. Remember, there were 12 of them now. There were 12 of them. Amen. 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 12 of them. But, but, but here's two of them. Amen. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Amen. Which, amen, it says being about the ninth hour. You got to understand the days. We'll talk a little bit about that. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ask and on. And Peter, fasting his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. Hmm. And he gave heed unto them, expecting, that's a prerequisite, y'all. Yeah. Expecting to receive something of them. You got to have a little fire if you're going to give somebody something. And Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, I give thee, or give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. I want to talk to you a little bit this morning with that note in mind on fire for Jesus, but having the courage. 
to be used. Amen. Having the courage to be used. Now, I know y'all are quiet right now, and I don't know if you're going to get any louder, but that's okay with me. Listen. Here is the text in its historical setting. This is after the day of Pentecost. You know, we've been studying this particular book since the resurrection. Amen? Amen. And I need y'all to understand that there's a reason why every church house is tracking right now in this book of Acts. It's because it's our time as God's children to be reminded of what God wants us to do in His house and how He wants us to do it. It was never meant to get so far to the left or to the right as to how churches of the living God are supposed to function. They were never meant to be mega churches in the sense that only a few people dictated what was going to happen and everybody else just followed suit. Even the mega church has the same principle as everybody in the church ought to be doing the same thing and doing the same thing at the same time. In order that God might be glorified. But I understand just looking at the text here today that that's not always the case. Because in this particular text, it shares with us that, that, that a new religion. I don't even like that word. But that's what we use, so I use it. That a new belief system has been instituted. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get excited too quick. But, 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 but I'm on fire on the inside because I don't know about you. They wasn't ready or prepared to do church. That's right. The same way that they have been doing church. And, and, and I don't know if you really believe this, but when you come in contact with Jesus, you don't do the same things you used to do. And these fellows had been with Jesus. And, and, and ever since they walked with Jesus, the only time they went in the synagogue was when Jesus went in there. And every time Jesus went in the church, he was on fire and he messed the church up. Y'all don't get what I'm saying? Jesus didn't go in there and just sit down and wait for the scribes and the Pharisees to read the word. Jesus went in because the spirit of the living God took him to church. Oh, y'all can hear what I'm saying? And when the spirit of the living God takes you to church, you are fine. You don't walk in there saying, well, let's see what they're going to do today. You dead when you're doing that. When you walk in and sit down in your seat and wait to be entertained, you are dead because the Holy Ghost isn't in you. Come on. I know I'm messing somebody up right now. You're wrong. But I beg to differ because when Jesus went into church, Jesus always, somehow or another, somebody recognized the fire that was on the inside of him, stopped what they were doing, and brought him the word and said, can you read for us today? That, that, that's why you just don't get a word to end your life. Amen? Amen. Because you want somebody that's got a little fire. Put you to sleep. Come on. Amen. 
they never said a word. But they were on fire too because they were listening. And let me tell you how they did. I know they were on fire because every time the service was over, watch this. They would say, Get not a hard burn. See, I, 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 I don't know what y'all do when somebody hits you with that old per, proverbial question, how was service today? Some of y'all just lie. Oh, it was real good. We had a good time. What was the message about? Shoot, I, I, I don't know. I'm telling you. Y'all heard that before? And it still happens like that today. Because you were there, as one preacher said a long time ago, you were at the church, but you weren't in the church. And a lot of folks have become accustomed to being at the church, but not in the church. Which constitutes being there, but you're dead. Amen? Amen? Well, on this particular morning, after it was the day of Pentecost, amen, and over 3,000 souls were saved, amen, that was a reason to go give God some praise. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Let me just break it down for you because y'all won't look at me. That's all right, and I know I'm up here. Listen, it was like this. These fellows wanted to make sure that they didn't get the big head. Peter stood up and preached like he didn't have no common sense. Oh, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Peter preached to men that had power and authority. Peter told them that, listen, wait a minute before you begin to tell us about what we might be drunk, if you will. Let me tell you the truth of the matter. and all 
want to make. When you're on fire for Jesus, amen, that, 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 that means you don't change All right. how you've been with. Yeah. And then some folk get on fire for Jesus and they feel like, well, I don't need to go to church. Mm-hmm. I got him already inside me. What do I need with a preacher? I already know the word. Oh, y'all heard these excuses. What I need some other man telling me what the Bible says. I can read. But the Bible clearly says to us, forsake not the assembly of ourselves together. Amen. Because there must be something good about coming together. There has to be something good about it. Well, 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 when we come together to worship God, God says that I want to be somewhere listening for my name. Oh, y'all are here. Y'all thought that was your song. Somewhere listening for my name. In that great getting up day morning, I want to be. But I want you to know that all you're doing is following the example of your father. Because he says, well, praise is on. Amen. There he is. He indwells himself in the praises of his people. God just want to be somewhere where somebody is on fire and don't Animals. They all are there because all 
about the protocol. Are y'all with me? All they had to do would be dressed up in the right attire. Amen. That's where y'all get that old stuff from. You got to have a long skirt and you can't wear no pants and, and you can't have all this stuff on. See, that came from way back there. Because there was a certain way they wanted you to dress in order to enter that out of court. And then, and then it was just crowded out there. And everybody, to include the animals, was in that court. But then if you took a couple of steps off, you would find some folk praying. You would find the women all gathered right there, Jewish women. And they would be praying because some of their husbands was on the inside. And they were serving like, like Elizabeth and, and Zachariah. Amen? Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about? They would be out there praying for what was going on on the inside. Amen? They were, they were stirring up the spirit of the living God. I just wanted to get those two courts in place for you so you can see in relationship to Peter and John where they were going. Now watch this. As they went along their way on fire for the Lord and knew that they needed to be on fire because they had to go through these two courts. As they went on their way, they came to the gate that separated everything. And they got to the gate and the Bible says in history that, that, that this was the place that most sick people or people who were impotent, people who had problems would, would, would station themselves there. See, 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 see. This is what happens in your house. This is what happened in your house. Every Sunday morning when you get ready to go to church this is where the gate beautiful is. Well, see, see, I, I'm taking y'all somewhere. I hope you get it right. See, when you get up and you and, and you got your mind made up that I'm going to worship the Lord, there's some sick folk in your house that said they ain't going to church because something wrong with them. I don't want to go down there and listen to all of that dumb shit. You gonna, I don't even want you to go down, but you, you went yesterday.
Yeah. 
to stop and talk to them for a moment. Is the Jesus in you strong enough to talk to the lacking of Jesus in them? Do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes on the job, somebody will call us. They'll just call us out. And they'll say something like this, first lady. Yeah, well, and, uh, he's a pastor. And see, that's supposed to make you feel good. But what they're really saying is, I wonder if he can hear my cry. I, I wonder if he can feel my call. Can he, can he hook up to the pain that's on the inside of me? And, and let my face not stop him from telling me about the goodness of the Lord. Are y'all with me? See, you got to be on fire for the Lord. If you're going to be his child. Yes. Peter and John looked at this man. And after they made eye contact with him. This man looked back up to them. And, and before he could say another word. Peter stepped up boldly. Yes. I know what you want. Yeah. But silver and gold. Yeah. Have I known? You got to understand what's happening here. He's breaking the man's hustle down. Sometimes you got to break. Your family members hustle. Sometimes you gotta break your spouse's hustle. Yes, yes. Sometimes you gotta break the deacon and the, and, and, and the choir member and the usher's hustle. Because all they're trying to do is to keep you from messing up their good time. But every now and then when you recognize game, you ought to be able to bring game called Jesus to the table. Yeah. <laughs> 
exactly what he said. He reached his hand out. That was different. Because normally, the only time they reach out now is when they're going to give him something. But this time, Peter's hand is empty. Every now and then, you got to stop beating the hand that's trying to save you. Every now and then, you got to stop fighting with the folk that loves you most. And reach out your hand and grab their hand. I can see this man beginning to cry. Every now and then, even in the church house, your life is all messed up. And you come to the altar, you look for silver and you look for gold. Let me make it plain to you. All you want right then is somebody to help you pay your rent. All you need then is a life bill paid. The burden is heavy on your heart. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to go to the altar and make it Somebody will see the frown on my face. Maybe somebody will feel the pain that's in my heart. But when he reaches out for you, you realize that it ain't the rent. It ain't the light bill. What it is is my heart. It's messed up. I'm in debt. In the trespasses of my sin. Yeah. 